Hi everybody and welcome to Wrong Term Memory. My name's Jack. And my name's Colin. Jack, how are you this week? Yes man, I am I'm good. I've got a bit of a sore throat, so apologies if you can hear a bit of a raspiness, but that's been been about a week or so now. I don't think it's anything more than a sore throat, but it's just annoying, you know, being being unwell in general. It's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. I hope it is nothing more than a sore throat because I'm right in saying you've been out in the world this week. You've actually been outside and went places. Yeah, this is a US election special, so I'm going to use a US term. I went to the mall today, basically. <laughs> a, place, okay. a place called Silverburn, which is like five minutes from my house. It's the first time I've been out anywhere other than with the dog or to like the local shop or the Tesco Express in about six or seven months. I kind of enjoyed it for a bit, but um, I went to TK Maxx, which is... It's, I fuck it, it's like a bit of a wild place, really. Like the amount of stuff that's in it is mental. There's lots of bargains. The only reason I went was to get boxers. Like I treated myself. Like I decided to go all out and buy some fancy boxers because mm. normally, mate, I'm a I'm a sort of six for a tenner type guy at a fucking Tesco or whatever. So to get some nice boxers, I thought I would thought I would treat myself. And the boxer section in TK Maxx. It's like bigger than the shoe bit, it's bigger than, it's huge. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? You've been in TK Maxx? Yeah, yeah I, I actively try to avoid it because I, I just hate that shop on principle because it's such an unorganised mess inside. Um, but my wife likes it, so she's dragged me in a few times. But yeah, they, they, they do have a good good boxer game. So, um, what kind of boxer did you get? Oh, fuck, I can't remember. Um <laughs> 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 How can you forget? I know, I know. It was only other one. Uh, DKNY and some other fancy ones, you know, so 20 quid for three pairs. Sounds I, good. Looking after your balls. Looking after my balls. They probably won't fit me, you know. And I'm definitely not going to look like look like the guy on the cover. <laughs> I don't think anybody ever really does, do they? No. David Beckham used to do it, remember, for Calvin Klein. So. Yeah, he did do it. It's nice you were out though. You've been other. We've been at the pub a couple of times during lockdown and enjoyed it. But I'm similar to you. I've been to the pub a couple of times with yourself. I've been to a couple of restaurants with my wife. And other than that, I've not really been anywhere other than like the obvious, like Tesco Express, down to Lidl, um, the odd trip to Morrison's. But it is weird. Like when you do go to somewhere like Silverburn and stuff, I'd imagine it's a bit crazy. I was at the Apple Store. Um, and the other local shopping mall a couple of weeks ago getting a new watch yeah. and that was a really weird experience just being in the shopping mall and the arrows each side of it telling you what way to walk and all that sort of stuff that I just didn't like it It's I'm better off in the house when all this is going on it just, it just makes me a bit miserable seeing all this shit going on when you're outside and people trying to adapt to this so-called new normal and it's just pish isn't it it's pish like when I, when I walked into to the mall there was a queue to get out because single file basically out of one door so there was a queue to get out of the place yeah it was just a bizarre experience but um i i did kind of feel better when i got back in the house i was in a i was by myself and i get back and i was kind of in a, a better mood because it was it was actually quite sunny today um not that warm or anything but it fucking makes a massive difference just that experience of being outside basically you know and i did notice a difference even though i was only there for what 10 minutes at the most in and out <laughs> well it's all that vitamin d you get some of that sunshine that some of that outside air it does generally make you feel better and apparently vitamin d helps fight the covid as well so you've done a good thing today but just batter down the hatches and stay back in now for another couple of weeks yeah i think to get your daily dose of vitamin d you'd have to be out in the sun for about at least an hour or two um, to sort of boost your levels. I think nearly everybody in Scotland suffers from a lack of vitamin D because it's overcast 200 days a year, basically, you know. So. Yeah, I've been taking vitamin D tablets since lockdown started, pretty much, because I've right. not been outside and working from home and stuff like that. So I, I read quite early on that a, a massive high percentage of the people that died of COVID had a vitamin D deficiency, so that was enough for me. Um, online, ordered a couple of bottles of them and take one of them every day now. So hopefully I've got enough vitamin D to survive this nonsense. Yeah, that's enough chit-chat. Let's go on to the main event. It's the US election. 
tomorrow, I think, Tuesday. So um, we're going to do stuff about America, basically, and then make some pretty uneducated guesses at how it's going to go. You're a massive fan of America, for people that don't know. You love Miami, basically. We might have covered this before. But how are you on your American politics? So we have covered this loads of times before, and you always get it wrong. It's Orlando that I like, not right. Miami. I always say Miami. Um, you always say Miami. I've stopped correcting you. It's been going on that long. Um, US politics is, I always find it quite interesting. I don't, I'm not as into it now as I was uh, under Obama because it was actual proper politics then and it was actually quite interesting and there was a bit of a debate to it. Trump's kind of made it all into a bit of a fucking circus, hasn't he? And a bit of a freak show and it's more of a, you know, you watch some of these documentaries because it's a bit like a poverty porn or you're just watching stuff because it's yeah. so bad, you can't believe it's real. That's kind of the way I look at Trump now. At first I thought it was quite funny that he was the president and I thought I'd maybe look back on it in 20 years' time and go, God, can you remember Donald Trump was the president? Now he's just done so many stupid things and been responsible for so many silly statements and silly nonsense that it's just a shit show. And I think this election is going to be another another bit to add on to that because he's probably going to win if he doesn't win he's going to cause he's going to cause all fucking hell it's it's going to be fun it's going to be an interesting week anyway i think was trump lucky to win the last one or did hillary and the democrats make such a massive fuck up of things that like he kind of couldn't not win <laughs> like supposedly these were the two most unpopular candidates ever and because all of American history, like America's not been around that long, but you know what I mean, it goes back a couple of hundred years, and these two were that unpopular that Hillary Clinton managed to lose to this fat mess, this fat idiot, it's mm. it's, it's her own fault, um, she turned Democrats off of voting, like a lot of them just didn't go out and vote, she won a popular vote, but the way they work in America is weird with a electrical, electrical, <laughs> <laughs> I can't say the word, can you say it? Uh, the, uh, the electoral? Yes. That word. Or the electorate. Yeah, yeah. So, like, states get different amount of points, basically. And I heard the other day that the way they work it, you could win the presidency with just 23% of the the popular vote if these certain areas or whatever got you to the 270 points, I think it is, you need to get to, basically, to win. So... You could get 23% and still win. That's a, seems like a pretty fucking stupid system. It does seem pretty stupid. Um, I mean, first past the post that we used has got its critics as well, but it's a bit easier to understand than this for sure. Um, but yeah, quite often the, the winner doesn't have the most votes, which seems mental in a two-horse race, but it's all down to kind of what seats you in and what areas yeah. and stuff like that. And that's where that's why there was such a massive thing last year but the last time around with the vote tampering and recounts and Florida being particularly important and stuff like that and it's going to lead into should Biden win Trump's going to call all sorts of shenanigans and demand recounts and electoral fraud a really good podcast on this American Life recently about proposed electoral fraud and how people do it and how it's really not a thing but they like to make out it's a big massive risk but they did some interviews with some people that actually work in that area and it's almost impossible to do electorate fraud the only way you could really do it they would be like if somebody died the day before then somebody could probably vote on their behalf the day after they died but after that it becomes really really difficult um but yeah it's a far far more complicated process than just what we have in the uk for sure well i i asked a couple of our mates before we came on who was going to win they're much more clued up on american politics than i am and they all seem very confident that trump's going to win so it's enough four years of him but before we sort of dive into Trump bashing and stuff like that America has done some some good things <laughs> and one thing I found out recently that I found that I can really get behind right I've never heard of this anywhere else in Ohio if you get caught drink driving and convicted you get given a different coloured um, license plate so you get like a red and yellow license plate so that you're basically shamed in front of everybody. Like, look, this guy's a drunk driver. I can definitely get behind that, man, because drunk drivers are the worst, obviously. Oh, for sure. And that's because it's almost like the old uh, dunce's cap, isn't it? Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, making a date with that. Um, yeah, that's quite good. It's also you can you don't avoid these people and not drive next to them. Yeah, I like that. I think it's it's a quite a good thing. You should if you're going to drink and drive, and you get caught, and people should know that you're a scumbag. So yeah, if you've got a scumbag plate, right license plate, then I'm all for that myself as well. Yeah, so that's one of America's. I was going to say only good ideas, <laughs> like. You ever heard of Wyoming, right? You've heard of it, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a place I always struggle to say. Like, especially when I'm, when I'm reading it, I always read it as Wyoming. Wyoming. Um, Wyoming or Wyoming. Um, I struggle with that word. It's one of these words I'm not good at. Now, do you know the whole state? Wyoming's fucking massive, as far as I know. It's one of these big fucking states. The whole place has only got two escalators in it. <laughs> Um, I think I have heard this before. I think we've spoken about this before at some I point. Probably, yeah. Um, are they not in a bank or something like that? Yeah, they're both in banks. Um, yeah. Because Wyoming's so big and flat, it was just easier for them to build out the way rather than up the way. So all the buildings are got lots and lots of floor space, basically. <coughs> oh, apologies, my throat. <clears throat> lots of floor space and not many stairs. So you get two escalators and the whole of Wyoming, basically. This is the two fun facts that we're starting the pod with. It's just going to get, fun. It's going to get worse from here. America <laughs> is a basket case of a country, Colin. It is a little bit, yeah. Um, it's, it's certainly not got its troubles to see. Um, interesting thing about it, um, it's probably the, the second point's more interesting than the first one, but do you know that the United States Department of Defence is the... Organization that purchases the highest amount of explosives on Earth, like of course nowhere. Yeah. Um, but do you know who the second highest is? Uh, Russia, I'd imagine. No, it's Disney. Disney. Oh, Disney. Oh, firework displays, man. Uh, yes, that's it. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, that's quite interesting, but it's absolutely no surprise that the Americans buy so much shit that blows up. I think since <laughs> since their inception. Back in the day, they've averaged like not a world war, but they've been at war every decade since. Basically, on average, they're just at <laughs> war all the time. That's all they fucking do. It's funny that like, we are as we're recording. We're recording this on Friday, and there was in the news today Walmart, which is basically the uh, American version of ASDA, is in the news today because they have decided that they're no longer going to have like a section of the supermarket with guns and bullets in it anymore. Oh, good. Um, and, the, the, I mean, I don't know about you, right, but the fact that that's news is mental. Like, how, like I go to America fairly often and I still lose my shit every time I go into like Walmart and I see this big section where there's usually the kids' toys, right, and then there's the sports gear. Uh-huh. Then there's usually bikes. And then you start to see hunting gear. You start to see tents, or camping stuff, all that sort of stuff. Then you just get this big section full of guns. And it's, it's in a supermarket and it does still, even though I've seen it so many times, it still does really hurt my head sometimes when I go there and see this and how it's just normal. Yeah. But you go, go to the supermarket, get yourself some chicken, get some batteries and get a gun. It's, it's crazy, crazy shopping lists. Yeah. I think it was Chris Rock that done a bit on it years and years ago. He's like, like don't, like, sell guns, that's fine, but charge $1,000 for a bullet. Basically, and then there'll be no innocent bystanders. One of those ones, you know. But she can, yes, good shout, yeah. Instead of like, I'll have uh, forty thousand bullets. That'll be ten dollars, please. You know, it's. Have you ever shot a gun? I have, yeah. Oh, it's so much I've... fun, but it's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. I've I've done it in a place in Orlando called Machine Gun America, and it's exactly <laughs> as it sounds. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's on the. It's on the um, 192, and it's basically the most American thing you can imagine. They've actually got a section where you shoot, and you're actually shooting at the targets behind the target. Right. Is this like bulletproof glass, and behind that is video screens, so you've actually got a scene that you're shooting at at various points. And they do have like little Osama bin Laden type figures was, dancing along the screen no and stuff way. like that <laughs> that you're actually shooting at and stuff like that. The place is crazy. Um, it's expensive though, and it's funny that your your Chris Rock comment because 
when you go to one of these places, it's the bullets that fuck you. It's quite a cheap thing to go and do. Uh-huh. But you go out there, you get a decent gun, bang, 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 and all your bullets are gone, and you, you're, you're definitely not ready to go home. So yeah. I think I spent about $100 a day I was there. It's, um, we, um, we were in Poland years ago, like, with a couple of mutual friends, um, like, Gordon and stuff like that. I don't know why I'm telling, <laughs> I'm speaking about them as if, like, the listeners know, but, um, we went to Poland, and you're allowed to do it in Poland, and we went to a shooting range in inverted commas, we walked down the side of this hotel, and into a shed that I swear down was no bigger than 12 foot wide, by about four foot deep and these two six foot five guys in full army gear and us like the three of us walked in and they've just got an arsenal there of magnums ak-47s and you were shooting not fancy osama bin laden's on a like a screen or whatever it was literally a a pile of mud (laughs) a massive pile of mud that they put a wee a wee target on for you and yeah, shooting the AK-47 and the Magnums, but yeah, the bullets were really expensive and I ended up spending yeah, probably about like 80 quid, which in Poland is... It's a good thing out. Oh, so, so much money in Poland, yeah, Poland, yeah. all Poland. Um, but yeah, so much fun and I kind of got like a, a natural high off of it. It was really strange because the three of us got in a taxi to go back home and we all hit the giggles as if we were like we stoners, but it was just because of that, I'd imagine all the sort of natural endorphins and stuff like that, that, that buzz gives you, and it's it's fun, but thank fuck um, they're not legal here, because if everybody else had a gun, I would have to have a gun. Would you have to have a gun? Yeah, like, if they were legal here, I would have one, just because... I'd, I'd want to have like a case in my house and have it looking pretty cool and stuff like that. Um, I'd also not want to be that guy that doesn't have one if suddenly martial law happened or yeah, that, that's something it. crazy went down. But that's yeah, I would. I could see myself becoming a bit of a gun nut. I'd never go out shooting them, I don't think, but I could see myself getting a collection of them. Yeah, nice shiny ones. Paint them up like, um, do them up like GTA. You know how you can paint yeah. them and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly like that. Exactly like that. Um, similar to... Guns are bombs, right? And do you know why? Like, I found this out not that long ago as well. Uh, Ted, the U- Unabomber, I've avoided his second name there. Did you see how skillfully I've done that? That, that was really good, yep. Very good, well done. Can you do it? Kaczynski? Yes. Do you know why he was called the Unabomber? Yes, I do. Um, it's because based on his, his early targets, wasn't it? His first um, targets were universities, so that's kind of where the Un, un comes from. Mm-hmm. And then it was airlines that he did, so Una Bomber, so universities and airlines. Yeah. Um, we've not really we've not covered this much on this show yet, but me and Jack have both got quite a an unhealthy appetite for serial killers and badgings, so stuff like that. It's really an RB house, isn't it? It really is, and this guy was some sort of like a genius, like, like one of these guys, with like an IQ of hundred and fucking fifty or hundred and sixty, whatever. But just obviously fucking lost it, man. Like, America is kind of good for really Premier League serial killers, you know. And <laughs> I would put this Ted guy up there. He's got his own sort of Netflix series and stuff like that. I mean, you've got a Netflix series. You've you've hit the jackpot. Yeah, big time. Um, it's worth a watch as well. But yeah, he's quite interesting. He wrote, he wrote a manifest and all sorts of stuff, didn't he? And... Um, it's quite interesting the way that the the FBI, I think it was, when they found him, they actually lifted his whole hut that he was living in. Yeah, they got a helicopter or some sort of plane and actually lifted the whole thing in one piece and moved it to the place where they were questioning him, just to fuck with him, to show that this this place you've got out in the wilderness, this life you've made for yourself, this hideaway that you've got, it's gone now. Look, we've got it here. Um, fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really interesting, um, because that was like so against the way his mind was and what he believed in and stuff like that. Yeah, um, that th- th- this comes from nowhere. This has absolutely no link to bombings. But <laughs> do you know the annual number of worldwide shark bites? Right, it's ten times less than the number of people bitten by others in New York. 
Right, okay. Um, I didn't know that. Is is that including children biting other children, do you think? Or is that adults biting adults? Um, I'm pretty sure it's like serious assault, like getting your nose bit off. Fucking hell. Yeah, so uh, a person's chance of being attacked by a shark is 1 in 11.5 million, whereas if you're just walking about in New York, you've got a 1 in a million chance of somebody coming up and biting the face off you, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a scar on my left arm because I had a... Like a birthmark, and it got it removed when I was 14, 15, because there was always a kind of risk that it could go cancerous at some point, so we just got it taken away. Um, but it meant I kind of grew up with this big scar on my arm, and that used to be my shit chat in nightclubs and places when people asked me what, what that was in my arm. I was like, a bit of a shark. I think I, think I must have told about 500 people that, and I think I can only think the two people that believed it. And those two people were stupid? Oh, of course they were, 100%. Fuck, that's, that's, that's not bad actually. Um, we've had this, I'm going to say, argument before about what Mickey Mouse used to be called. I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. he used to be called Mortimer Mouse. Can you re- remember what you thought it was? So he was also called Steamboat Willie at one point. Right, okay. Because the, the, the first the first actual cartoon, I believe, was a black and white steamboat steamboat guy uh, yeah. sailing, a, sailing a steamboat and he was called Steamboat Willie. And that was Mickey Mouse. Um, but I think he was also called Mortimer as well before he became Mickey. I'm pretty sure it was um, Walt's wife, Lillian, um, came up with Mickey because she thought that Mortimer was a little bit too like smarmy and pompous, which she was right. Like, she is right, yeah. People aren't going to warm to Mortimer Mouse, are they? No, you would instantly dislike him, I think. It's just, yeah, it's too many symbols as well. Like, yeah. I'm saying that because of one guy. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> That's a, that's a second name, so that can um, we can give Lillian kudos there. Right, I'm going to just rhyme off some facts here about America before um, we get on to Donald Trump, because we are here to speak about the election. Um, so 30 odd years ago, America was the leader in sort of quantity and quality of like high school diplomas, as they call them over there. Now today, it's ranked 18th out of 23 like industrialised countries. It just sort of shows you the shithole that, or the the hole that it's went down the last, well, obviously 30 years or so. used to be so good, and now it's not. You go a lot. Any idea why? Why do you think that is? I, I don't know why it is, um, because, like, I, I, I do love America. I love going there, but I go there as a tourist. I go there on my summer holidays, and I go there with, a decent amount of money in my pocket because I've saved up to go, right? So for me, it is the best place in the world because it's a pure fun factory for me when I go and I'm eating out every night. Oh. We're doing cool things. We're going shopping and buying cool stuff. America is the greatest country in the world if you've got money and you've got a decent lifestyle. If you're poor and you don't come from the right place, then I think it probably is a bloody horrible place to be at times. Yeah. As to why the schools are so bad compared to what they used to be, I really don't know. Um, I'll be honest and tell you a secret. Um, when I first read this fact, um, when you showed me this earlier on, I, I actually misread this, right? And I read that America's leader in quantity and the quality of high school diplomas, right? And in my head, a diploma was like a textbook. And I thought America made like the biggest and the best textbooks and stuff like that, right? And I thought they'd suddenly got shitter, like the less pages. Did you go to school and... in America if that's where you read that, man? <laughs> um, I know, but yeah. So, so maybe that's part of the reason. Um, I think there's just so many... The high schools in America as well, there, there doesn't seem to be any that are just middle of the road. They're either fucking Ivy League amazing places or they're absolute shitholes with metal detectors in them. So maybe that's got something to do with it as well. That the, the, It skews too far towards the shit ones. Like Me and you are both big fans of The Wire. Season 4 of The Wire and that insight to that school in Baltimore, what that was like. That probably tells you a little bit about what the school system in America is like and why it's such a mess with the lack of funding and just the way it is. It's just not a, not a great situation. Yeah, wild um, inequality. Um, a lot of it racial, let's be honest. Let's just put it out there. Everybody knows it. You, you mentioned like it'd be shit to be poor, do you know, when if you've got a £10 bill, a $10 bill, sorry, and no debt, you're richer than fifteen percent of all Americans. If you get if you get a ten dollar bill, basically. Yeah, okay. I think that that's probably true for most places, really. 
because the the ten dollar bill is not the main thing there. It's the no debt thing, isn't it? Yeah, I would know about that. No... I'm, I'm, I was riddled with debt when I was younger, and it took me so long to pay off. I was daft, like, and I, I'm I'm going to blame. It. I'm going to blame the banks, right? Like, I'm eighteen. I don't have a job. I'm a student. Do you want a credit card with a three grand limit? Yeah, yes. <laughs> right now, please. Yes. And then are you going to pay it back? Yeah, but not for another fucking fifteen <laughs> years. <laughs> I was um I was twenty one and I bought my first flat and went to Northern Rock and they gave me uh, enough money for my flat, which was like five and a half times my salary at the time. And I was in the flat for about two months and then I phoned up Northern Rock and said I wanted to do some things to the flat. They gave me another five thousand pounds just without even asking uh, any real questions. Uh, I kitted the flat out in like big tellies and computers and all sorts of nonsense that I didn't need. And a couple of years later, Northern Rock went bust, became insolvent, and I was stuck with this sort of toxic mortgage because the loan to value and the income multiples were so bad, no other proper lenders would touch it. So I was like stuck in that flat for like five years with this mortgage that was not competitive with the market. But I couldn't switch it or do anything with it because nobody else wanted me. And I was pretty much stuck with that until I sold the flat and moved on. But it's no surprise Northern Rock ended up the way they are when they're giving out 21-year-olds mortgages with more money than they can afford and then giving them more money yeah. just to turn it into a party flat. That's crazy. Fucking tons of places done it, you know. Ninja loans, basically. Like, no income, no job type thing. Yeah, but we'll give you tons of money. But you think you're going to fucking get it back? You stupid. Like, even I know that and I'm not a banker. So... Um, we all know that the national bird is a bald eagle. Did you know that their national flower is a rose? Which kind of surprised me because I always think of that as being well English, basically. Yeah, like Yorkshire or something, like that, isn't it? Yorkshire rose or yeah, something. Yeah. Um, yeah, that surprises me. I I don't know what I would have said the national flower was. Like, I, I can't I can't think of what I'd say if you if you asked what the American national flower was. I wouldn't. I probably would be like, answer probably said something stupid like a cactus, a palm tree. A palm tree, yeah. A big, big, massive flower, basically. Yeah. Um, no like, official language in the United States, which seems a bit weird because it's, well, it's English, but um, that's obviously... It's American! It's American, <laughs> fuck yeah. Um, and supposedly one in eight people in the United States has been employed by McDonald's at some point in their life, which I don't think, I don't know where I got this from, but that doesn't seem like it can be right. One in eight people. That's like, wait there, that would be like, 25, 30, 30, 35 million people employed by McDonald's at one point in their life. Do you think that sounds right? Um, I've learned over the years to trust you with these facts, Jack. You're very rarely wrong. You often get things right, and it's not like you've got a reputation for getting this stuff wrong. So I'm going to say that is right. Yeah, one in eight people. Yeah, I don't think I would have written it down if I hadn't got it from somewhere semi-respectable. But... um. I've been talking a hell of a lot, mate, so you're going to hit me with some Trump facts, which I don't know what's coming here, so this could be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I've got a couple of Trump facts and then just some Trump quotes that I think are just mental and worth talking about. Um, years ago, um, a magazine in America called Spy Magazine sent some of the world's richest people checks, like bank checks, for yeah. 13 cents, right, to find out who would cash them. The only people that did it was an arms dealer. And Donald Trump. Yeah, I have heard that before. 13, that's, again, just fucking bizarre. Like, you must value your... The time it takes you, it's not fucking worth it, but it shows it's, you his character, I suppose. Yeah. Um, another thing I find to get interesting about him as well, uh, he's a man with many things that aren't quite right. Like, he's, he's let's not even start on his hair and stuff like that. But apparently the thing he's most self-conscious about is the length of his fingers. <laughs> like, has he got these stubby ones? I would imagine. He's, yeah, he's got you know, like you know, Prince Charles has got those like sausage fingers. It's right. a bit like that. They're like wee stubby sausages. Um, and apparently he's heavy, heavy self-conscious about it. He doesn't like it at all. Right before Which... we move on, I like I've got a new setup, right? And I really just want to press a button, and I found this cartoon thing, right? And it's not meant to be an impression of Donald Trump, but. Just listen. Let me put it in a language you can understand. I'm oh, so sorry. No chum in here. You deliver. Wrong place. I don't know why I found that so funny, but 
Sorry, I just, I, want, I, just, I just wanted to press a button there, to be perfectly honest about you. And Trump hates China. We've seen him go at it with him. Would you want to square up to a country with 1.3 billion people? No, because I think they've probably got the same number of robots and shit we don't know about as well. So it's a, it's a fight I don't think he can win. Or he certainly can't win long term against them. Um, but he, he does have a massive... Bee in his bonnet about China and the Chinese virus and the China. virus from China and, and all that. He's just uh it's just you've got enough issues in your own country, mate. Don't be starting out arguments with China. Come on, it's nuts. But that well, I've got some quotes from him here on various bits and pieces, yeah. and it won't come as a surprise that he's starting fights with China when you hear some of this stuff. So this is him talking about immigration, Jack. Right? This is a quote: "We're rounding them up in a very humane way." in a very nice way, and they're going to be happy, because they want to be legalised. And by the way, I know it doesn't sound nice, but not everything is nice. Not everything is nice, man, that is... The guy is mental, like, delusional, and Dr Phil has got something Are to say you that. delusional? Do, are, do you suffer from a mental illness? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dr Phil, he's an odd guy, but we might come on to it at some point. Um, yeah, he's a... He's a horrible racist, and I don't watch a lot of um, American politics, but I did see a bit of one of the debates a couple of weeks ago, and he was saying, I am the most, the least racist person in this room, and it's just not true, man. Like, he's a horror, and it's so fucking obvious. I don't see how the Americans just don't go like that. You, fuck off. <laughs> go away, <laughs> you know, but... Yeah, I mean, you'll have to get get him talking about Mexico to get some of that stuff coming out. Um, he famously described Mexico and said that they're sending people here that have lots of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. That's, like, that's the very, like, that's the dictionary definition of being a racist as passing aspersions on a whole race of people by saying uh, they're rapists. Yeah. All and, yeah. Yeah, and then using the word some, I assume some of them are good people. As yeah. if that's the kind of odd ones out is the good ones. Yeah, I've never met one before, you know. <laughs> I know I was saying that about Australians the other week, but like <laughs> you can, I, I assume these Mexican people are okay, some of them. He's a he's a creature and okay, we'll 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 move on, mate, to other things as well. Yeah, so he's talking about fighting terrorism. He famously said, when you see the other side chopping off heads, waterboarding doesn't sound very severe. Oh, so he's into the old torturing. Isn't he? He's into the old, uh, the old Jack Bauer waterboarding, yeah. It's a, thing I've, it's a thing that I wasn't aware of until I watched 24, and that kind of brought it into my conscious that waterboarding was a thing. It does look pretty uncomfortable. I don't think I'd fancy it. Yeah, it's, well, it's obviously it's meant to be like drowning, yeah, and I think um, Frankie Boyle, who is a Scottish comedian, he's not really been on the scene for a while, but he's a sort of social justice guy, he's right into that stuff, and he got waterboarded, basically, to just show how bad it was, and yeah, he said it was like one of the worst things ever, like the most yeah, horrible feeling ever, as if like, yeah, I'm going to die, and exactly Trump, Trump is all for that, but 100%. Um, talking about Hillary Clinton, um, he's famous, he said, if Hillary Clinton can't satisfy her husband... What makes you think she can satisfy America? Oh yeah, he's, he's also a horrible sexist. Yes, <laughs> that's another he's, yeah. that he is. So oh, he's got these. He's got them all. Um, kind of strange judge of character as well. Talking about fighting terrorism. If you look at Saddam Hussein, he killed terrorists. Now I'm not saying he was an angel, but this guy killed terrorists. Oh for fuck's sake, man! Like, I've never heard that one before. That is again off the scale crazy. He needs. Repeating myself here, he needs to take a look at himself and just does a fucking rein it in. Like, as far as I know, the only reason that he ran for the presidency was a sort of joke, basically. And he found out that um, Gwen Stefani was making more money than him on The Voice, which was on <laughs> NBC while he was on The Apprentice. So he like done a like staged thing where he pretended to be the president and paid like people like $50 to stand in the audience and cheer him and it sort of took off from basically a sketch 
and now he's well running the world basically. So yeah, a strange path they've taken. So you spoke about him on the on the Apprentice and stuff like that. He, he's got an interesting thought on pop culture as well. I've got two more of these on pop culture. My favourite part of Pulp Fiction is when Sam has his gun out in the diner and he tells the guy to tell his girlfriend to shut up, tell that bitch to be cool. Say, bitch, be cool. I love those lines. Was <laughs> oh, that uh, Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. But he's, his favourite line from anything in pop culture is a guy telling his girlfriend to shut up, bitch. Oh, um, <laughs> mental. And then a really good one, probably from the Pele school of um, chat, on self-maintenance. I think Viagra is wonderful if you need it. If you have medical issues, if you've had surgery, I've just never needed it, of course frankly. Frankly, I wouldn't mind if it was an anti-Viagra, something with the opposite effect. I mean, I'm not bragging. I'm just lucky. I don't need it. And <laughs> he just... The way he just lies as well, and that's one of his one of his big things, is just say things enough. doesn't matter if it's true. Just keep saying it. And yep. it'll get enough coverage that it becomes news, almost. And he's... His Twitter game, in inverted commas, it sort of changed American politics, I think, the way that people need to, like, deal with social media. He was obviously had a, a massive following before it, and he's just sort of carried that over, basically. Do you know, right, this is a off uh, the top of my head question, when Donald Trump took over as the president of the United States, the POTUS, did he take over the POTUS Twitter account, or did he just change his Donald Trump? Is he still real Donald Trump? Is, he has tweeted his personal yeah, one. Yeah, right. He still tweets from his personal, which he's not supposed to. They should they should take ownership of the POTUS one. Um, but I believe I believe they only get access to that at certain times, and he likes to be able to tweet like all through the night and stuff on his own personal device that he's not supposed to have as well, which is why I think he kept his own one, because he wanted to be able to use Twitter basically all the time rather than just during office hours and when he was actually in the office with the computers and stuff I just got halfway through that question I, I thought to myself I'm fucking stupid here because it is real Donald Trump um, that he tweets from all the time I've never seen a tweet from him from anywhere else to be honest with you uh, so. he's, he's a maniac but listen I'm all about looking at both sides here so I've also got two gaffes so to speak from Joe Biden as well Right. just to say that listen, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying Joe Biden's the answer to everything because he seems a bit of a doddery fool at times as well. Um, but this is a good one. In 2010, at St. Patrick's Day reception um, for a guy called Brian Cowan, um, Biden got confused over which of the then Irish Prime Minister's parents had passed away. He said to him, his mum lived in Long Island for 10 years or so, God rest her soul, before catching his mistake and saying, oh no, wait, your mum's still alive. It was your dad that passed. God bless her soul anyway. And the crowd all just laughed. But this was him speaking on the behalf of the Irish Prime Minister. So you think he would have done enough sort of pre-work to know that was it the mum that's dead or the dad that's dead? Is he not about fucking 90? He's, I'm not sure he's as old as that, but he is fucking far too old to want to be president. 77, yeah. right, okay. Yeah, far too old to want to be president. It's it's bonkers. Um, but yeah, and I think that's where the kind of Sleepy Joe stuff comes from because he is quite old. Um, the other one that's quite good, um, and I know this will appeal to your sense of humour, Jack, at a campaign stop in Missouri in 2008, the then vice presidential nominee Biden um, said, state Senate, said, said to State Senator Chuck Graham to stand up for a round of applause. The only thing is, Graham's a paraplegic after no. the car accident <laughs> he had at the age of 16. <laughs> oh man, come on. Um, he said, stand up, Chuck, let them all see you. And then he went, oh God, oh God, I love you, what am I talking about? I'll tell you what, everybody else stand up for you instead. <laughs> he kind of he, he, he almost got it back, but he's not looking at him. You cannot see that he's like sitting there being all unable to stand up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Aye, but yeah, so that's Joe Biden. So you've, I mean, you've got a, I don't know, I imagine Joe Biden's a better choice than Donald Trump, but it's still not a great choice, I think, for America. So, whatever you get, there's going to be carnage. Probably just slightly less carnage if it's Joe Biden. Yeah, like, and the Americans, again, with passive persons, are stupid, right? Like, I read this thing from an American the other day. Obama was too scared 
to run against Trump um, because he knew Trump would destroy him and that's why Obama retired. Yeah. All <laughs> oh, right. Nothing to do with the fact he'd served his two terms. No, fuck all to do with that. So these <laughs> are the type of people that are voting for Trump. We actually, I actually posted a, a video trailer on YouTube the other day for this episode and a Trump supporter has been on. No way. Commenting. All he said was Trump 2020, but... Um, okay. I don't know if he's... He's obviously went out of his way to search for YouTube because we're getting about 10 views <laughs> on YouTube <laughs> at the moment. YouTube. So he must have went out of his way to search out for that, like these. I'm going, I'm going to upset you for a minute, Jack, if that's okay. Right. My suspicion is that it's a bot and not actually a person. Is it? I don't know. Right, okay, maybe. So... Is Trump paying for these bots to fucking rip about and just comment everywhere Trump 2020? Potentially he is, or somebody that's a fan of his is, yeah. It's just that if it, they'll see the, the tagline Trump and it'll just be an automatic post, Trump 2020. Right, okay. Oh, so it wasn't a real person? Man. I don't think so. I'm sorry to kind of piss on your chips a wee bit, but it's it sounds like a bot, that to me. Yeah, oh well. Fuck there, you, bot. There's a, <laughs> there's a bot on Twitter... Um, I don't want to get into kind of Northern Irish politics or anything like that because it's not something I know enough about to speak as any sort of education. Oh. But most people, most people will be aware of the the place Londonderry and the fact that some people call it Derry and some people call it Londonderry. Um, there's a bot on Twitter. Somebody set up an account, and basically all it does is it just sweeps Twitter to find the word Derry, and any time it does, it quote tweets it and puts Londonderry. <laughs> Like, so it's literally got loads of tweets every day just trying to fucking annoy people and then antagonise them, yeah. which I can kind of get behind. This is such a weak link. So that's a bot, right? Um, computer, computers are sort of like bots, like computer games, right? So I wanted to do a okay. quiz. There we are. I shoehorned it in, mate. I told you. I you, managed manage it. It. Yeah. you managed it. Well done. Um, so what I'm going to do here is use my new toy. I'm going to play you six computer game sounds, mate, and just see if you know what computer game they're from. I think okay. you'll, I think you'll get three right, but oh, don't put me under pressure. Right, okay. So we'll start with with this one. See if you know what game this is from, mate. Um, I could be totally barked up the wrong tree here, but I want to say, are, are some of these like mobile games for your phone? Uh, or is it all proper no. computer games? They're all computer ah, right. games. Yeah, they're all console okay. games. Yeah. Right, I was going to say that was Fruit Ninja for the iPhone. Um, but obviously I'll play that one again. Here it comes. I've got no idea what that is. Um, that is the sound of someone eating in min Minecraft. Never oh, fine. Minecraft. I've, no, I've never played that. I never will, never have. Right, okay, so... You might not get some of these then. <laughs> like... We'll go for the next one, number two. Yeah! Is, is that somebody talking in Minecraft? No, that is um, a Call of Duty zombie game. A ah, zombie okay. Game. You ever play Call of Duty? I've pl I used to play it more often than I do now. Um, I'm one of the weirdos that prefers the single player to the multiplayer because it's the multiplayer is just full of dickheads. Mm. Um, but I've not played it for a while. I don't fucking get the battle royale type games where you run about get shot the fuck up and just respawn constantly and that's yeah. all you do it doesn't never appeal to me um this game did but let's see if you know what i'm talking about here oh shit here we go again that is grand theft auto um i think grand theft auto 3 yeah did you get that from the meme uh no is it franklin i um i think it might be i yeah, so. uh, it's it's Vanquish from GTA, GTA Four actually, um, but no, it's not for me. I played Grand Theft Auto Four back again recently. Right, okay. Um, so Enjoy that's kind of yeah, it was great, really, really good. Yeah, you should get this one, mate. That is when Sonic gets a ring. That's when Sonic gets a ring, mate. Correct. Uh, this one you might not get if you think get Minecraft. Hmm. Nah, I don't know that one. 
I was going to give you a clue, but never mind. It's uh, Fortnite um, when something gets knocked out. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I have played Fortnite before. Right. I should have got that. Yes, and the very last one, you'll get this one as well. <laughs> that's like Mario jumped up a pipe or something in it. Yeah, that's just Mario jumping, mate. Yeah, so, jumping. Um, managed to squeeze that pretty shitty quiz in. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to hear me do any more quizzes, um, let me know. Just email hello at wrongtimememory.com and say, Jack, shut up. You know, um, usual stuff here. Um, please keep listening, downloading, subscribing, rating, all that stuff that we've we've said the past the past four or five weeks because it does make a difference. It, it definitely does, yeah. So please do that. Um, I think we've got 50 reviews now oh, on nice iTunes. Which is good, but it's nice that our number is, I'd still like it to go different, so keep going higher. I think we've got 49 5 out of 5s and 1 4 out of 5, so it's amazing. So thank you. Um, we're starting to see more and more people interact on the Twitter as well. We'd love to get more people joining us on there, um, because we're, we're just a new podcast and we're just sort of starting out with this. And we're trying to put stuff out there, and sometimes it's just like a shouting into the wind. So the more people that follow us on there, that wrong term memory as well would be great. Um, but yeah, listen, subscribe, tell your friends, please. That's what it's all about. Yeah, people have been uh, leaving reviews, which we we do love, and I really I really enjoyed this one. Um, since Gossip Mongers, which I really enjoyed, um, before they got rid of Poppy, um, kind of treating like a bit of shit and wanted to keep all the Patreon money. But um, since Gossip Mongers took a cliff dive after getting rid of Poppy, this looks like the perfect pod to take its place in my library. Great mix of funny facts and hilarious real-life stories. Only two episodes in and has me laughing start to finish. Well done, lads. Thank you very much. That's lovely. That's a lovely review, yeah. I, I thought you wanted to take the piss out of that. It's just lovely. But, uh, right, I'll do this one and then you do the next two. So I've uh, been listening to Jack and Colin for years now um, because we did, uh, we still do, um, pod behind a paywall um, for another podcast so um, some of our listeners have come over which is great, uh, best of luck with the new venture, thank you very much um, Next one Tremendous, some half remembered facts with Dieters taking us down cul-de-sacs into the world of TV, UFOs Light Years and Jeremy Kyle That's a pretty good description I would say. Yeah, Light, I don't, light Years, I don't know what that is, did we speak about Light Years? Um, must have done at some point don't know. If not, we'll talk about it next week. Um, and then the last one, I've always listened to the guys on their pod behind the paywall, the kind of nonsense you speak to your pals about in the pub, which is kind of exactly what we're going for, because we can't really go to the pub just now, Jack, as much as fun as it would be. So yeah. if we can recreate that between just ourselves, I know I'll enjoy it, you'll enjoy it, and that's plenty. If anybody else likes it too, that's just a bonus. Yeah. Um, if you could put a mirror in the sky half a light year away and see it, you would see a year into the past. Yeah, we spoke about that already. We yeah, did. So we that's spoke about that. What um, whoever left that is obviously alluding to. Now um, the forums. Uh, we enjoy the forums, and I'm going to change it up a little bit this week. Right, if you don't if you don't already know, I'm like a a meme guy. I'm one of these guys that likes memes, you know, like you can have your opinion about them and the people that like them, but I love them and this is a dancing triangle, basically. Um if you've seen the wee <laughs> video and it makes me laugh. We spoke about Trump being lucky earlier on winning. Um maybe maybe not lucky, maybe more down to Hillary. So um our forums may let you kick off with luck in inverted commas bad luck good luck yeah so this one certainly i think you would describe as bad luck an old boy in my old work was off from midweek to get ready to fly to the states that weekend with his wife his workmate went off six and asked if he wanted to come in just for that one day he did a boy in the yard hit him with a forklift and it dragged him about 30 feet until he noticed what had happened unfortunately the guy died this was autumn when mornings were dark even with lights on in the yard and on the forklift Nobody just saw what happened. It's a shame. His wife would even take the company's bloody money. Yeah, I don't know why I put this in here, man. Like, this is meant to be a funny bit. That is a really <laughs> sad story, yeah. Jesus horrendous. Christ. They finished up to go on holiday, try to do some dead turn. Dead by forklift. That's horrendous. Yeah, that's real bad luck, I suppose. That's why I put it in, like, um, 
my missus Karen, um, she knew somebody that killed somebody with a either a forklift or a like a big digger, and I kind of thought it might have been the, the same person. It can't be that common of a thing to have happened, but yeah, just these accidents happen, man. And if I was the wife, like I don't know if it was like hush money, I don't know, um, but you would. You think you would take them for as much as you fucking could, you know? Of course but, you would, yeah. But some people have got different opinions on sort of money and, and what it means to them, you know. They might have been, I suppose they might have been pretty well off, but is he, if he's working in a yard, you know, again, maybe I'm jumping to conclusions here. So uh, we'll move on and get away from the saddest story ever on a wrong term memory. Now, this is a wee bit better. Uh, my cousin sold up and gave away all of his belongings, uh, gave up his flat and moved to Holland to stay with his brother, who had moved to Austria unannounced a couple of days beforehand. <laughs> the general message was, I just came over and I'll sort you out with everything, job, flat, etc. Back in Scotland within a month with absolutely nothing to his name. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking horrendous. Um, I'll take us home then not a big story but I had karma bite me in the ass within 10 minutes of thinking I had a bit of good luck a couple of years back I was visiting my folks went into the local shop in their village and paid with a £20 note but for my change I got 20 back plus whatever I would have been due back in change Lovely. I only noticed when I got back in the car I thought about taking it back but thought nah fuck it I was due a bit of good luck 5 minutes later I'm at my folks house and a letter is waiting for me a fine for driving through a bus lane I hadn't changed the address of my car and registration, so I'd sat at my folks' bit for a few weeks, so I'd missed the initial deadline to pay the first figure, and I had to pay double. Lessons learned, be honest, and don't take too much change. I like, man, um, that happened to me as well, similar, my car was registered at my mother's for years, and Karen um, drove through a, a, a bus lane or something, and it sat there, my mum kept saying, there's, there's letters here, come down and get them, never went down. <laughs> And then you had to be 90 quid instead of 45 or something, I think it would have been. Oh, so. gutted, man. Absolutely gutted. An absolute, an absolute boot in the berries. I, I thought I had something else to say, um, but I don't think I do, to be honest with you. Um, as always, Colin, man, good times. Yeah, lots and lots of fun. I thoroughly enjoyed it this week, so let's do it again next week. Yeah, um, we may be doing something different next week. I don't know yet. Um, there'll be chat. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. 